Hello there. Welcome to Breadwinning Moms. I'm your host, Chloe Taylor-Brown. My mission is to inspire independent women everywhere and to encourage breadwinning moms. If you're curious, ambitious, and have your own identity, or if you're wanting to develop your own authentic identity and brand, personally and professionally, then I say let's rock and roll because this show is for you. Hello there. Welcome to the Chloe Show. Actually, this is not the Chloe Show. I'm sorry. Welcome to Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. I'm your host, Chloe Taylor-Brown. You know, Breadwinning Moms with Chloe was initially the Chloe Show, so I get a little confused at times. But anyway, we are really and truly ready to rock and roll today. We have a great show lined up for you, and as always, I'm excited about it. We're doing something slightly different today, more intimate, and uh, let's just finish listening to this song of Destiny's Child. Let it just play out, and we're going to come back, and we're going to really get into our authenticity today. I still love this song. I dance along with it, whether I'm standing up, being on the radio, or if I'm sitting down. I love this song because it gives me so much energy. And to me, it fits breadwinning moms just like a glove. It is about women being independent and forging our own way, making our statement in the world. Today's show topic is Authentic Woman, How to Be Alluring, Confident, powerful, and happy with style. Let's get our authenticity on, ladies. For a woman who's truly authentic, fulfilled, and at peace with herself, her life really does flow from the inside out. And when her life flows from the inside out, something magical happens, and it blossoms into something truly amazing. Her allure, her charm, her confidence, her wisdom, and her strength usually come full circle over time and from the inner workings of who she really is in her body, mind, spirit, and her soul. We're going to be going a little bit deeper into this today about spirit, body, mind, soul, authenticity. What is authenticity, first of all? What is authenticity? If you'd like to call in to connect with us and to chat or to share your thoughts or your comments, you can always dial us here at Breadwinning Moms with Chloe at 347-884-9229. Again, you can connect with us at 347-884-9229 and press 1 to talk. And you can also uh, tweet me. I'll be checking in with Twitter, and you can send me a message on Facebook, and we'll check that if you don't want to talk. But today's show really does come right out of my spirit. I have a fascination and a very close relationship 
with the word authenticity, authentic, authenticity, the quality of being authentic, genuine. Well, okay, say you can't define a word using the word. So I want to tell you what authentic means. Authentic really does mean being real and true. So when you're presenting an image of yourself that is inauthentic or incongruent with who you really are, you really appear to be fake or untrustworthy and unreliable. So for the process of authenticity to work with integrity, you've got to be genuine. You've got to be legitimate and completely original. In other words, darling, you've got to be yourself, your real self. Because if you think about this, we all know about an image. Well, our image is simply the way that we are perceived or regarded by other people. And we work on our image. We really do work on our image. Some people never think about it, but for the most part, we do work on our image. So it is a representation of who you are. Your image is not you. When we create an image, we're creating that image to represent who we are and what we want people to perceive about us. So it is a representation of who you are. And so often this representation is just flat-out fake. (laughs) It's true. The representation is just really fake. So it really is a public impression. So in discovering and perfecting your own authentic image, I want you to create and display a legitimate, reliable, and trustworthy appearance that meets the requirements of any occasion. So since we know that the image is a public representation of who we are, if we are truly understanding who we are as an authentic woman, an authentic person, then when we are creating this public persona to represent us, we can be more congruent with that. Now, you can create an image for yourself that is completely not you if you're going out somewhere, if you want to try something, but for the most part, you want your image to be authentic. So, again, authentic woman, how to be alluring, confident, powerful, and happy with style. I love the word allure, too, and alluring. It's very attractive. To be alluring means to draw people to you. There's something special about you. Now, when you're attracting people to yourself in an alluring way and it's being authentic, it is so beautiful. When you're being authentic and you can hold your position in that, I love that whole phrase, holding your position. I learned that uh, from my coach and years ago, and, and I use it in my own coaching practice with my clients. You've got to be able to hold your position. So, for instance, being an authentic woman, when you put your public image together and you go out for the day, and that image is representing who you are, you want to be able to hold your position in that image. You want to be able to deliver what you promise. 
you've got to deliver what you promised. So really, I want you to really, first of all, in putting your style together, you see I have this whole style thing to be the last portion of this. So authentic woman, how to be alluring. That's that attractiveness that that uh, draws other people to you. And when you're doing it in an authentic way, it's magical. That creates confidence. It builds your confidence. And also, if you have a vision, you know who you are and what you want to accomplish, you can hold that position powerfully. And that creates happiness. You're happy because you are able to accomplish what you set out to accomplish. And of course, darling, we want to do it with style. We want to do this with style. So when you're thinking about your authentic self, ask yourself these questions. It's really important. And I, and when you, and I want you to write this down. I really do. And you can come back. This is going to be a podcast. You can listen to this podcast over and over. So I want you to be with these questions because you've got to get this. I want you to determine who you really are. So ask yourself these three questions. Who am I? Well, you say, Chloe, well, how, I'm asking, I'm trying to figure out who I am, so why am I asking myself? Trust me, if you ask yourself these questions over and over You may go into it not having a clue, but you and yourself will figure it out. You will. Trust me on that. So you ask yourself, who am I? And I don't mean your name. I don't mean who your parents are, who you're married to, your children or anything, not your degrees or anything like that. I mean you the essence of who you are. Now, I'm saying this to you because I do this for myself and I do it with my clients and it works like magic when you define this for yourself. You ask yourself, who am I? And you write it down. And it could be pages and pages and pages. And then you're going to narrow it down and you're going to come back to a statement and that's going to help you to hold your position. Then when you've answered that question, I want you to ask yourself the second question. Who do I want to be in the world? You see, when you know who you are as an authentic woman, you start to square your shoulders back and you put a pep in your step. You get your runway stride going, girl, and you want to keep it flowing. So you know who you are because you've, you've already answered that. It could take pages and pages, and it could take a couple of days to answer that, but I promise you if you keep asking you, you're going to ask yourself. So this is going to be between you and yourself, okay? So then when you ask yourself, who do I want to become in the world, you're going to be able to take that authenticity, that real, genuine, bona fide you that you have discovered, then you can wrap your personality around that and your individuality around that and what you want to actually, how you want to show up. See, that's when that public persona, that image comes to play because you're going to go out and make it happen in the world, right? So you want to also write that down while keeping in mind who you are to discover Who do you want to be in the world? So, for instance, 
I've just returned to modeling. Yay, I'm an international model again, and I'm loving it. And I'm going to talk about it until I'm used to it again, because I never thought I'd be in this position that I would actually go back to modeling, and not to mention be excited about it. So for today's topic, Authentic Woman, How to Be Alluring, Confident, Powerful, and Happy with Style, thinking about my who I am and who do I want to become. So let's just take I know who I am authentically. And so now I want to become again this high-level international model. So what I'm going to do with that is to wrap my bubbly, optimistic, (laughs) fun personality around that, my individuality around that, and my personal style around being an international model. If my clients are listening, if you're one of my favorite clients, don't worry. I will still be your coach when you need me. But I'm not going to put all of my eggs in that basket because I'm having so much fun being an international model again. As a matter of fact, on Saturday this week, I have my first full day booking for a company, I'm not sure about the company, but I know it's for um, some girly products, womanly products, and I think it's going to be a national campaign, so I'm very, very excited about that. So who do I want to become? The same thing when I want to become a high-level personal executive coach. I decided that, and I wrapped my personality around that. And you see, you've got to have the skills. You can't just say, I want to do it. You have no skills and you have no talent. All that has to be developed. But if you don't say who you want to be, you don't know what you want to develop. And so, therefore, you're not going to be authentic in what you're creating for yourself. So then you're going to ask yourself the third and final question and, and this, who do you really want to be and you, yourself being authentic. What do I want to contribute to the world? What do you want to contribute to the world? So we go back to number one, who am I? So I've got that down, my authentic, genuine, bona fide, legitimate, real self. I am telling you, so often we're wanting to be like someone else or to do things like someone else. But I am here to tell you in all of my highest level of excellence that when you can tap into your authenticity and work that, your magic will work for you. It's it's not magic. I say magic because it blows your mind away. It's really the law of attraction. It's you stepping into who you truly are, you being in alignment with the universe and who God has called you to be. And when you understand that, you know what you're made of, what your gifts are, what your talents are. And if for some reason you don't, you've got to sit there with that pad and that pen and you've got to write and you've got to write. Like, what is it that you're good at? Now, what are you good at that you really like doing? I am a wonderful gourmet cook. But I don't want to start a business being, you know, opening a restaurant or being a a chef or anything like that. But I'm wonderful. I can brag on myself being a gourmet cook, and I love it. I'm not going to hold back when I talk about my meals that people come from near and far to dine at my table because I'm such a wonderful cook. 
But I'm not going to put that down because that's not what I want to contribute as far as making money. Now, we've got to make a living. So your contribution, if it's coming from that authentic place within you, you should be able to make your living from that. Now, I'm not saying it's easy, but you should be able to make a wonderful living from being your authentic self. And if you don't know how, then you can connect with me, Chloe Taylor Brown, at breadwinningmomswithchloe.com. Or you can give me, uh, send me an email at Chloe, C-H-L-O-E, at ChloeTaylorBrown.com because I really want you to understand this. So if you already know who you are, who you want to be in the world and what you want to contribute, don't be too quick to answer these questions. Don't just write it down. I still want you to take some time to let these three multi-million dollar questions resonate with you. So I want you to talk to yourself about it, talk to God about it, and be completely, not just a little bit, I want you to be completely and totally unreasonable. Yeah, I said it. I want you to be unreasonable in regards to yourself, who you are, who you want to become, and what you want to contribute to the world. Be unreasonable. We are so busy being reasonable and trying to be politically correct and to fit in when we're missing out on all of the wonderful opportunities that would gravitate to us if we're being our true, real, high-level, bona fide, legitimate, authentic self. I want you to trust me on this. (laughs) That reminds me. As soon as that escaped my lips, it reminded me years ago, before I had children, so that was a long time ago, I was um, hanging out with some friends, and uh, the guy said to one girl, trust me. Oh, and she became belligerent. She said, trust you? What do you mean trust? I don't even trust myself. So if you're having trouble trusting yourself, that's another reason to connect with me at breadwinningmoms.com because you've got to be able to trust your gut. You've got to be able to trust your gut. Instinct. Intuitiveness. And there's a way to do that too. Oh, and that takes me to my pep my personal excellence profile, almost all the work that I do, I can go back to this tool, the personal excellence profile, and see if I'm in alignment with who I say I am and what I want to accomplish in the world and how I'm going to do it authentically. The personal excellence profile is a profiling tool that helps you to evaluate yourself and where you are right now. It helps you to determine where you want to go and what you want to contribute to the world. And it shows you how to create your own breakouts and success breakthroughs. So I want you to check that out too. It's called the Personal Excellence Profile. And that's on ChloeTaylorBrown.com and it's also on BreadWinningMoms.com. So what I would like to do now is play a little song, and then we're going to come back. And I'm going to play a song of one of my favorite guests who's been on the show with me. Her name is Erica Kane. And Erica is a young, beautiful, energetic singer, 
And she's, this song is called Is There with Bryant McKnight. It's really lovely. So listen to this song. We're going to come right back. You're listening to Breadwinning Moms with Chloe, and I'm your host, Chloe Taylor-Brown.
Hello? Yes, ma'am. Hi, yeah. Um, can I get a, a um, can I get a fruit cup, please? I think I cut myself off. Am I there? I, I'm doing something that's a little bit um, out of the ordinary. So I'm having a little trouble with my system. So today we're talking about authentic woman, how to be alluring, confident, powerful, and happy with style. So what I want all of us to do is to think about what is your wildest dream, your wildest dream? And as I said before, I want you to be unreasonable. So many of us are so busy being misreasonable all the time. So I want you to think big, bold, and beautiful about yourself. And if it takes a while to answer these questions, don't worry about it. Just don't stop trying until you get your real, true answers because they're going to be life-altering. So I want you to create that image that's going to be harmonious with the real you. So don't make it difficult. Um, don't make it something that is that, that you're going to talk yourself out of before you even get there. I want you to let your wildest dreams and your imagination run wild with you when you're thinking about your heart's desire, because it's going to level off and it's going to come back to you being really, really authentic. So when you're being authentic, you're being your real self. And I want to bring uh, Chantel Thompson on to just talk to her a little bit about Chantel is a recurring, recurring uh, guest host with us on Breadwinning Moms with Chloe, and she's from Sweet Job Spot. And I love her her take when she's talking about careers and and jobs and what we're working toward. And I want to get her take on this whole conversation about authentic woman, how to be alluring, confident, powerful, and happy with style. She knows about the pimps. She knows about girl swag. She knows about the coaching. And she knows about breadwinning moms with Chloe. Hello there, Chantel. Hi, Chloe. How are you? I'm good. Chantel, you know... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have, we're going to have to get a, a really, really high-rise big studio or something very eclectic in a great part of town so that we can be together and connect together and, and have this show to take off to be really, really, really big. You know why? Because I think that um, I'm having difficulties being the producer of this show and the host of the show because sometimes I'm trying to play work, the music. Yes. Yes. I think that work. I think that I had some dead space in there and I think I got a few phone calls and I realized that uh when I was playing the music, um I had myself on hold and I forgot to put myself back into the conversation. I was just talking, talking, talking and my phone started blowing up and I realized why everybody started calling me because I wasn't there. But anyway, mm -hmm. I'm here now. And I'm here with you, one of my favorite recurring hosts. So you've been listening to this conversation and this topic. What's your take on being authentic, an authentic woman, and how to be alluring, confident, powerful, and happy 
with style. Hmm. Well, you know, Chloe, it has to do with um, really being yourself and being honest with yourself because sometimes I think I see a lot of people who, and I do it too, so I'm not talking about anybody else, um, but we we might try to overdo things to be so much like somebody that we're not that we miss some of the great qualities that we have. And I think being authentic means that you notice that you have good qualities and that your good qualities are what makes you unique, it makes you different, and it makes you valuable. So instead of trying, because I see so many people try to compare themselves, well, this person does this, 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 and that, so I need to do all those things too. And those are not worth seeing. They're somebody else's things to do. So I think with being authentic, it's about finding your thing. There's some things that you're really good at, um, very good at, and maybe that other person's not so great at those things. So think about it as not a competition, but a compliment. How do you compliment um, your own authenticity with somebody else's so that you're not really trying to do the same thing, that you do two totally different things, and it makes you each very unique? I like that. Yes, yes. There's no competition. If there's competition, then it should be with yourself. So, for instance, when I was writing my first book, I was really competing with myself, and I would get so competitive. (laughs) I was, um, I told myself that I was going to be able to write that book in three months. Well, after the first month of writing, I realized that for me, not for other people, that for me, that was really, that was out of my reach because it was my first book. I had a lot of research to do. And then I, when I realized that, I became a little bit depressed. So I had to turn around to create a competition for myself that I can get back in alignment to hold my big vision, because we've got to have a vision. People without a vision really do lag behind, and some people actually perish, because you, you don't know where you're going. So I knew what I wanted, and I started to envision, Chantel, holding that book in my hand. So I'm a visual person, so I had to go create that cover. So I did Mm -hmm. the photo shoot, and that book is called Getting Ready Chloe Style. So I did the photo shoot, and I could see myself, and then I could envision myself holding that book in my hand. And then I told myself, Chloe, if you could actually just get five pages completed a day. And that was my goal. And from sun up to sundown, I was working. And when I didn't get those five pages when the sun went down, I was really still competing with myself to get there. And sometimes I didn't want to go to bed because I needed to get my five pages. So that was a competition within myself. And so if we want to compete, we've got to compete with ourselves. So set something for yourself that's going to stretch you. It's not comparing yourself um, to any other person. However, if someone there's someone that you admire, then you can look at them and say, wow, look at them. They're doing it, and I can do it too. You might want to even ask them some questions or send them an email or just kind of put them in your psyche. So I like that you said about, you know, the competition. And um, so I want, if you're out there competing with other men and women, I want you to stop the madness, and I want you to step forward and stand tall and break the vicious cycle of competition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So, Chantel, another thing that people are... <laughs> another thing that I want people to break the vicious cycle, too, and this is just not a woman thing, this is a people thing, especially now, is negative body talk. So many people talk badly about their bodies. They hate this, they hate that, they want to work on this, they want to chisel that. Stop that, stop that madness. That's not getting you anywhere. As a matter of fact, it's chipping at your excellence and your self-esteem. Really, negative body talk devastates your self-esteem. And this is part, don't you realize that it devastates your self-esteem when you talk negatively about yourself? It does. Um, Yeah. I think you have to have a very good, a realistic outlook and um, simply talking negative isn't going to, um, I I guess the word I'm looking for is fix any problems. So if you're finding that it's not the outside that's I think I just lost Chantel for a moment. But anyway, um, this whole thing about negative body talk, it is running rampant. And it's not just people in the entertainment industry or models or actors. You would think that, no, it's little girls, little boys, people. Let's stop all this. Let's embrace our body shape, our body type. Let's do that because I say this a lot because this is running, this is like the core of my foundation of my teaching. Um, We've got to be able to reverse the damage that we've done to our own psyche by speaking negatively about ourselves. Don't, Don't speak down about yourself anymore. Speak up about yourself. Tell yourself who you are as opposed to who you're not. So if you do the exercise that I asked in the beginning of this conversation, ask yourself who I am, who am I? What do I want to con what do I want to who do I want to be and what do I want to contribute? If you can answer those questions and let that resonate with you and build yourself a mantra around that, a mantra would be a a word or a sound or a group of words that you're putting together that when you say them out loud or silently within yourself, it's going to create some energy in your spirit, in your body, in your soul, and it's going to resonate and it's going to go out. You know, what's resonating with you? You can always tell what's resonating with the person based on the consciousness, their, their face, their body language. You may not know exactly what it is, but you can know that something is not right with that person's spirit. So pay attention. Be present. So I want to really quickly uh, give you some some uh, some of my secrets to be more fulfilled, expansive, and in flow with your authenticity. I want you to be in flow with your own authenticity and how to allow this excellence to work in your personal and professional life. So when you're being authentic, you are being in flow. So when, when you're being authentic, you're being in flow. And Chantel is back. So Chantel, I was saying that when you're being authentic, you're being in flow. So I want to give a few secrets of how to do that. So I want you to answer those three questions. 
then I want you to get into a quiet space and be present. Let that resonate with you. I want you to step into beingness. So you're not faking it until you make it. You're stepping into beingness. So there's no faking because it's all about being authentic. And you're taking baby steps and then you're going to speed walk and then you can start to jog a little bit and then you're going to actually sprint. And when you're sprinting, you're not going to even feel anything. You're not going to have any sore muscles because then you're in the groove. You're living life like it's golden because you have, you're right in the midst of your authenticity. And right in the midst, right in the center of authenticity is your higher level self. So, Chantel, have you ever had a time where everything was going right for you? You were connecting with the right people. You were in the right place at the right time. You were saying the right words. You had the right outfit and everything was kind of like moving in slow motion. Um, few and far between, but <laughs> yes, I have. How did that feel? Well, it's good. You feel more confident. You feel like things are just working themselves out, and you're not stressed out about anything that's going on. So um, definitely it's a good feeling, and I think, you know, I think we'd all like to have more of that feeling. Well, how would you like to be able to create that as you like? We can create that as we like by knowing what we want and then getting into flow with our authenticity, determining our ideal, what do we want right now. And what we want right now should add up to a bigger picture of what our vision is for ourselves. So a lot of people are doing a lot of things that don't add up. They're just fragmented, and they're not going to add up. So we've got to make sure that if we have this big goal, that what we're doing is adding up, that it's actually adding up. So we're mastering little pieces, and then we master each piece. What do we have? A masterpiece. Yeah, we've got it. <laughs> oh, that's nice, Chloe. I like that. Yeah, when we master each piece, we do have a masterpiece, and that's just like the pep. And this is what I want to share very quickly. When you know who you are and you know who you want to become and what you want to contribute, what you want to contribute is what you want to accomplish. And I was saying, Chantel, that you want to get into your quiet space to be present. And once you're present, I want you to make a decision about it. Do you are you going to stay here? Are you going to move? Are you going to get a new job? Are you going to start a new business? You need a new wardrobe because there's going to be something that you're going to have to start doing, and the very next thing that you're going to have to start doing after you've made the decision is to communicate that decision to yourself. You've got to get it into your spirit to say, "I am going to be an international model again. I will be America's." next top greatest author, or I will be running in the Olympics. Whatever your big goal is or your goal could be, I am going to be the best mom in this whole state. Everyone's goals are different. And your goal is your goal. Do not let anyone make you feel wrong for your authenticity. That's their problem, not yours. So you stay on course. And then once you have communicated that to yourself and you can hold your position, 
Then, Chantel, you're going to go tell the right people. You're not going to tell everybody because everyone, it's not important to everyone what you have decided that you want for your life. So once you communicate that to the right people, then you're going to be able to build rapport. And see, that's when you're going to be alluring. You you cannot be alluring if you can't build rapport. And even if you are a man or a woman who looks really good from afar, when you when someone gets approach you and you're in their space and they're in your space and you start to communicate and they can feel you, that whole body felt per- perception, if you're if you don't know how to build rapport, then you won't be alluring. So we want to keep in mind that we are being this alluring, confident, powerful, and happy, authentic woman with style that's building rapport. And then once we build rapport, do you remember what the next step is, Chantel? No, Chloe, I don't. That's okay, because you're going to find out later today, because we're going to be debriefing your tip. So <laughs> you're going to interact. <laughs> you're going to be able to interact with the people that you've built rapport with. And then that book that I wrote, I had to act on my own. No one could write that book for me. Well, some people write. We have ghostwriters, but I wanted to write my own book. So I had to get into action to complete that book. So once you once you get into action, you complete it, then you can start testing your production. What are you able to produce based on your action? Now here's a test. When I was talking about all those things that people do that are, that are not adding up, they're not in alignment, they're not congruent, so you're a whole lot of busyness that's not adding up to anything. If you're if you're doing a whole lot and it's not adding up to anything, I'll bet you that you're not being authentic. That's true. Or if That's you, very true. Yeah, because because it needs to add up. Otherwise, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You're just drifting, exactly. and it's not adding up. So you can always right. test yourself about your actions based on your production. And if you're really producing, then you can. You're going to be able to. Uh, you're going to be more confident in, in if you're producing. So you're going to be alluring. It's going to increase your confidence. And what is the next step? I can't. I just lost production. Um, and the more that you produce, the more you're going to be able to hold your position in that and command more. So if you're producing, you're going to be able to say, "Well, look, I can command this because I I've written this book, and I'm going to. And this book is 15.95, so I can command this price. It's a great book. And so if you mm-hmm. can't hold your position, then you're not going to be able to command in that way. And then when you're able to command more money, more freedom, more food, you can command furniture. You just use your body to command the furniture to get up and put it over here on this wall as opposed to this. So you're commanding. Great leaders have a wonderful ability to command. This is not demanding or making anyone do anything. You're commanding in such a way that when you've issued a command or you've made, you've said, I would like for you to complete this by Tuesday at 5 o'clock, and you do it in such a high-level way, they're going to uh, finish it definitely by that time or maybe even earlier, and then they're going to say, now what, now what, now what do you want me to do? Because they're going to be so excited because you're a wonderful leader. And then when you're commanding in such a way, you're going to expand. You're going to expand. So that means you're going to have more money, 
more time, whatever it is, it's going to get bigger, and you're going to accomplish what you have set out to accomplish. Isn't that just a wonderful way to flow, to to have this process that you can actually measure yourself and see where you are and go after your wildest, your boldest, your biggest dreams? Mm-hmm. It sure is. <laughs> It sure is, Chloe. Yeah, we have to go after our dreams, right? We really do. We have a a caller, and I think that um, this may be, um, let's see if this is the person that I think it is. Hi, caller. Hey, Navanya. Hey, Chloe Taylor Brown. How are you? (laughs) I am wonderful. Chantel, meet Navanya. I think you met Navanya years ago at a big conference that I did in 2011 when you and your sister drove up from Miami to come to the conference in Atlanta. Navanya was hosting that, and it was just a very, very fun time. Navanya is my friend, and she has some amazing news to share with us, and I thought that if she would come on to share that, it would bless all of us. Navanya, oh my goodness, I woke up this morning. Well, actually, I'm not going to go into that, but I was so excited to hear from you. Can you please share with everyone on Breadwinning Moms with Chloe what you've been up to? Okay, um, excellent. I heard the word dream, and that just resonated in my spirit because, you know, Chloe, I have opened a place called the Dream Cafe. And the reason why this is so, I don't know, just ironic is because one of my dreams has always been to be a film and television actress. So in 2010, I was on the cusp of what I felt like was the breakout point for that to happen. I have been a guest star on One Tree Hill, a guest star on Army Wives, a possibly occurring, reoccurring role on House of Pain. And I had also just did a dynamic play that was directed by Jasmine Guy, star, starring Nicole Ari Parker and Robin Givens. And things just seemed to be really on the incline for me to reach my dream of that television and film celebrity and having a career, a really viable career in that industry. Flash forward, I did the feature film directed by Tyler Perry called Good Deeds. I had a really nice speaking part. My scenes were opposite of the lead in the movie. And three weeks after I wrapped shooting the movie, I was invited to come to Tyler Perry Studios and audition for a series regular role on one of his upcoming sitcoms. In the middle of my audition, while standing in front of the casting director, I experienced a hemorrhagic stroke. And what that was was a rupturing of the capillaries on the deep right side of my brain, which subsequently left my entire left side numb. As a result of this numbness that has existed for the last three and a half years, 
Um, I have difficulty walking. I, you know, it affects all of your centers, your emotional centers, your sight, vision, all of that, so forth. Um, and it made walking difficult and sometimes painful, sometimes awkward, what have you. And I had to walk from a very conscious conversation in my mind, heel, toe, heel, toe, heel, toe. So I'm thinking that all the while. You know, they say it's hard to walk. And chew gum at the same time for some people. So think about having a conscious conversation with every step. Um, Navanya, now, yes. was this conversation, were you having to do this up in, from the time that you had the stroke up until now? To have that conversation, yes. he'll tell you. Okay. Yes. It's a it's a mental whisper that I have to maintain in order for my walking to remain normal. So if I'm not thinking about like if I'm trying to walk and talk at the same time, then my gait would get just more sloppy. You know, my foot would drag or if I'm physically fatigued or just emotionally distracted, then I I'm, I wasn't able to walk as quote unquote normal as I could. Um, I had gotten better at managing the conversation and still introducing other tasks at the same time. So there was that growth in the sense of my competency for being able to compensate for that left side numbness. You follow me? Mm -hmm. um, but as a result of that, my left leg had gotten significantly shorter than my right leg, partially due to atrophy, to imbalance, just the shifting in my center because I just was not centered and off balance because I literally couldn't feel my whole left side. So I attended a service last Sunday at Kingdom Embassy Diplomatic Center, which is pastored by Dr. John Reed. And this man spoke prophetically in my life. First of all, he called me down to the front almost by name. He said, Lord, what's her name? And then he said, Nirvana, like he didn't hear right. And my name is Nirvana. So he asked, you know, what is your name? And I told him how to pronounce it correctly. And then he began to speak prophetically over my life. He said, the right side of your brain God is going to heal. And he said, there's going to be healing in your body today. And every part of your body where you perceive an inability, God is about to put ability. And he said some other things prophetically I won't go into because they're just not germane to the real heart of the testimony. But at the end of that, the last thing I remember is just people helping me up off the floor and getting to my seat. And so after the service was over, I really had to share with him just how accurate he had been. The stroke I experienced on June 3rd, 2011 was on the deep right side of my brain, leaving what doctors said would be permanent brain damage in that area. Obviously, too, I was diagnosed with the condition that caused the stroke to happen, which is called Moya Moya. According to the doctors, it could not be treated by surgery nor any sort of medicine. They speculated that I may have had the condition since I was young because my brain had actually done a better job of compensating for it than what they would have attempted 
through surgery anyway. So with that said, the notion of having another stroke was a fear that I had to cast down daily because all of the pre-existing conditions that allowed it this this to happen then were still there now. And this man spoke prophetically and said, no more strokes in the name of Jesus. So that May I interject just one moment? I want you to continue, yes. but we've got, I want you to complete it in like a minute because we have two minutes okay. and 30 seconds. Gotcha. All right. So he spoke over me. He sat me in a chair and he began to command my left leg to grow in the name of Jesus. And he said, he probably said it about five times. And on the fifth time, I felt a swirling heat in my hip. I felt that same heat shoot down my leg. And then my leg began to extend such that my knees are now even, my feet are now even. When I stood up, I stood up in balance. And for the first time in almost four years, the following day, I put on the highest heels I had in my house, and I walked around my house in my heels. And any woman knows a great pair of heels lifts your confidence as a woman. It makes you feel your God sexy, and you feel like you can take on the world with power and grace. Oh, I love it. Wow. This kept me up all night long because I saw two videos. I saw a vid- these videos are on Facebook. So if you're on Facebook, uh, Chloe Taylor Brown um, Lifestyle Models on that page. And I saw the video being filmed in church in Navanya's leg actually extending, and then I saw the video the next day of Navanya walking in her high heels, and I know Navanya. I have worked with Navanya. She's worked with me. We are friends, and she is, this is no joke. I saw this, and Navanya's walking in heels. Praise (laughs) God, Navanya, for your testimony. Now, this is one day that I should have extended this show, but um, we have 34 seconds, and we're going to get kicked out. So I want to say we've got to okay. bring you back so that we can have a different show around all of the blessings and the healings. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so very much, all of my guests, um, uh, my listeners for being with us. And thank you, Navanya Rose, for sharing your testimony with us on Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. Have a beautiful day, everyone, and a beautiful week, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. I'll see you next time. Bye for now.